Early breakfast. Dirk Fisser, our digital specialist. Good morning. Good morning, Nicholas. How are you? Hey, so far so good. So far so good. Uh, I haven't been happy about uh, developments around COVID-19. There's so much to be frightened about. There's so much to be alarmed about. There's so much to be disgusted about, right? But I, mm. <laughs> I can't help but have a little bit of a, a smile at the fact that uh, the the influencer industry has been decimated by the coronavirus. Uh, well, you know, what's, what's worth a good, cool billion dollars every single year um, yeah. is slowly but surely disappearing as the world, phew, surprise, surprise, realizes that expertise over vibes is, uh, is a thing. 100%. You know, I saw a quote the other day that said that influencers are literally just people handing out flyers on social media. And I was like, yeah, that actually kind of makes sense. <laughs> so it's, totally. it's been super interesting to see what's happened with this thing. You know, why now suddenly everybody's so quiet? We, so you know, we we were being forced to look at this luxury lifestyle and products and 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 now suddenly that's been almost, you know, it's one eighth of the influencers are now only talking about stuff because these are the people that actually know what they're talking about. So it's, I think it's a very difficult time to be an influencer at the moment. Yeah, it totally is. Uh, let's take a, a step back though. I mean, what do you, what do you define an influencer as, right? Is it only someone that makes their money off of uh, saying, uh, online, I, I use this product and it was good for these and these reasons. Then obviously they're, you know, singing for their supper in terms of, uh, of doing these product endorsements for a kickback from the manufacturer or a monetary reward or, or, or influences, you know, celebrities that do the exact same thing. It's a, like a chicken versus egg situation. What came first, the influencer or the celeb? Yeah, you know, it was, it was kind of, uh, uh, probably chicken and the egg is, is the right way to, to describe it because we don't really know who came first. You know, like who is the the first sort of influencer, you know, to be on the scene. But basically, there's a difference between an influencer and a trend hunter or a trend setter. So, influencer is just literally somebody who can change the way people think about something just by talking about it. A trend hunter is somebody that actually affects change in society by using a product. So influencers will promote multiple products because they do get a kickback from the brand themselves. But a trend trend hunter is somebody that is sort of invested in the brand and has changed the culture because of their investment. An example of this would be Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan is a trend hunter because of his involvement in basketball and sneakers. And he's changed the way sneaker culture works because of the the shoes that he's put out. Influencers then use those shoes to influence the way their communities talk about a product. Well, Dirk, uh, it comes for me anyway, down to the fact that, you know, you have influences that actual, you know, that actually have influence in a sector of society, be they a sports person, be they a politician, be they a, 
you know, head of an NGO, and they influence public opinion in that way, but they've actually got some depth to it, right? It's not just yeah. someone that looks good, you know, uses the right Instagram filter uh, and uh, uh, expels the, the right vibes to get people talking about something. No, 100%. And, you know, what brands are now doing is like they're looking at this whole thing going, you know what, we've actually wasted a lot of money on kind of rapid posting. You know, it's done nothing for the brand. And there's also been no follow-through from the influencer. So what, what brands are now going to be looking for is actual data. What did your post do for my brand? Why did we pay you X amount of money, you know, to as you say, look at your vibes, you know, but did that translate to sales? Did that translate to, con- uh, you know, conversation? You know, so I think there's going to be a lot more asked of influencers sort of post-corona to go back to the brand and say, hey, thanks for partnering with me. This is actually what we did together. You know, we saw an increase in engagement. We saw an increase in you know, sort of sales and product awareness and customer retention. You know, it's not just about using the right filter anymore. It's about learning what brands want and reporting back to the brand, not letting somebody else report back on their activity. You know, it's it's time now that we actually hold these kind of celebrities and influencers accountable for what they're doing. You know, in any sort of workplace, you've got to be accountable for your actions according to what your role is. And that's the way you judge. I think we need to start doing the same thing with people and start and stop throwing money and product at them without some sort of responsibility or accountability. Yeah, in the time of COVID-19, I love this Charles Darwin quote. It's not the strongest of the species that survives, not the most intelligent that survives. It's the one that is the most adaptable to change. So if we talk about like a digital evolution or an influencer evolution, uh, is that uh, what we can look forward to? Right? People that uh, adapt to the need for people that are talking on public platforms to actually know what they're talking about. 100%. You know, it, it, I love that quote because it's exactly where we find ourselves now. You know, it's adapt or die. So we're going to have to see, well, we're going to have to be expecting more of these influencers, of these celebrities talking about products. Because, you know, at the moment people are going, well, we can't really buy anything. We can't go to the shops. We, we, you know, there's, there's nothing really we can do. Why do I need to listen to you? So now we need to start seeing how people are upskilling themselves and actually using proper data, proper knowledge on a product for us to be convinced that they know what they're talking about. It's no longer just a a pretty face or a a chiseled set of ads that are going to sell a product. Uh, Let's be honest, though. I mean, there there is a space for that in terms of uh, it it needing to be not only appealing from a factual point of view and giving you the the critical information that you need, the facts and figures that uh, that you need to make critical decisions in your life, but also it does help if that person knows their way around a Facebook Live or knows their way around uh, a hashtag. 100%. You know, how to properly use IGTV, how to properly go live on YouTube or or Facebook Live, you know. There there has to be sort of an upskilling that takes place in a practical form, you know, so that it's one, it looks professional, 
that it's not glitchy and amateurish, you know, and just connecting with people on the right levels in the right way. You know, it's no longer just, like I said earlier, just, you know, handing out flyers. You know, we, we, wanted, we want something more now, you know. You know, give us a little bit more. Show us that you know what you're doing. Uh, the game's going to change completely. You talk about adapt or die. Uh, brands in the digital space, it's now becoming clear that they, that they need real bang for buck. And a, a couple of retweets, uh, you know, one or two trending days on social media is not going to cut the cheese. It's really not because what does that do for them? You know, okay, great, we went viral, but what does viral mean anymore? You know, is it 24 hours? Is it a week? Is it, you know, what, what does that look like? So brands are going to be way more picky with who they're speaking to and why they're choosing the people they're choosing to enhance their brand or product or service. So it's, it's going to change the way influencers also engage with brands. You know, it's no longer, oh, well, I've got 500,000 followers on Instagram. You need to work with me. Brands are going to go, well, tell us, give us reasons, show us, show us proof why 500,000 followers actually work for my brand. You know, so it's not going to be quantity anymore. It's going to be quality over quantity. And do you think that that's going to be a change that sustains itself past the coronavirus pandemic, Dick? <laughs> you know, humans are fickle creatures. So, you know, we, we're talking in ideals here. But, you know, there's always going to be the element of, well, I've got a huge following, I'm beautiful, give me your product and I'll say something about it. So I don't think, you know, people change, but not that much. And I don't think that the the industry is going to be rocked to its core because there's still going to be elements of that sort of behavior. But I just think this is, it's kind of woken brands up to go, you know what, maybe we need to be more considerate about who we're choosing, why we're choosing, and, and most of all, why we're paying them the amount of money that we are, you know? So it's going gonna, it's gonna to force a little bit more work out of influencers, you know, having to kind of work more for their money rather than just posting. But, you know, the big brands have got the cash to do it, and they will align themselves with, you know, influencers that, that do look good on, you know, social media. It's, it's the kind of middle brands you know, that are going to be more strategic on how they're spending their marketing budgets. And do you think that that's going to be the same approach for uh, brands that uh, that are involved in you know, critical PPE and other aspects of uh, dealing with the coronavirus uh, as opposed to yeah, brands that sell shampoo or shaving cream? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, I think it, it definitely is, you know, because a lot of a lot of brands are just kind of a one-size-fits-all, you know. Oh, you've got a great following, you, you're beautiful, you, you know, you, all of these things, you can work with us. But what we're seeing now is that a lot of the brands that are actively involved in the corona pandemic are looking at influencers going, we need somebody that knows what they're talking about and is actively involved in the community making a difference. You know, not just singing a song online and getting everybody else to join. There is a need for that, but those, you know, more on-the-ground brands are looking for influencers and celebrities that are going to affect change and help push their cause forward 
rather than just sell a narrative. Um, and that's vastly important as well because people trust people at the end of the day. That, that it is what it is. So it's nice to see that brands are sort of aligning and, you know, using influences that are reinventing themselves. You know, a, a case in point is Kim Kardashian. You know, we know where she started, but if you look at the way that she's evolved online, you know, now looking at prison reform and doing what she's doing in the judiciary system in the States, that shows that she's adapting to what is actually being needed. You know, she's studying her law degree, she's doing stuff, she's getting people out of prison, albeit without, with the help of the team, but she's moved away from the brand endorsement, which there still is an element of, but she's adapted the way she's interacting to show that she's adding value rather than just getting people to buy. Now, Dirk, what I like about this is that it's the ascension of the informer over the influencer. Dirk, have a great day. Great day. Digital specialist there talking to us about the death of the influencer.